Every runner has a story. What about you? What's your story? Running isn't easy. We've all overcome struggles to get to where we are. Maybe you're struggling now. What is it that stands in your way of reaching your full potential as a runner? And are you willing to do what it takes to get there? If you're not sure, listen to this story about how this runner overcame an obstacle that seemed absolutely impossible. And remember, if they can do it, you can do it too. What are your running goals? Do you need help recovering from a running injury? Do you need help developing a training plan? Maybe you've never ran before and you just wanna get started. Let us help you reach that big goal of yours. Here at Body Smart, we help runners maximize their performance and stay on the road. To learn more, ask questions, or to set up your first free appointment, go to bodysmartutah.com or call us at 801-479-4471. All right, welcome to Running Unbroken. I'm Mark Vizmeldi, and today we've got another Mark, Mark Hollister, with us. You so spelled the you same spelled way. Yes, spelled, spelled the right way. way. That's right. M-A-R-C. That's <laughs> the correct way. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I got the pleasure of Mark joining us today. Um, and so so let's yeah, let's let's just dive right in. Oh, we just did a met test. It was lots of fun. You're not totally dead. See, there's no sweat beating on there. So <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, I managed, managed to survive. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little like a boss. Um yeah, so, that, so. so yeah, you you know, Melody and I have talked about your your story and kind of getting back into into running and and what you've done with that. If you just tell our listeners kind of your story, how you got back into running and, and kind of what it's done for yeah, you. Yeah, you know, and you say back into running, but it's like, I think if you would ask Melody, um, she's probably still surprised that I'm running. I'm like, <laughs> um, who is this human? Yeah. I, <laughs> by the way, Mark is my dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, we <laughs> yeah. should we should put that in there. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I, I really, I really wasn't a runner. Like, I, I mean, I, I did a little bit of track and field, maybe in middle school, but I just, I, it just wasn't like fun for me at all. And, and, uh, no, we were made fun of growing up. Yeah. That's like, I don't know why you do that for fun. Yeah. Like, and I mean, my Twinkies or whatever. You there know? you go. <laughs> you, go, you go run. It's funny because we hear that. Wow. We've heard that so many times, right? Like I, running was never on my thing or I kind of eschewed it when I was younger, but yeah. So anyway. Continue. Yeah. So, so, so that my family really inspired me. I mean, Melody and then, and then my, my uh, son and another daughter do the, uh, cross country in high school and that's kind of I think where the spark started honestly as I mm-hmm. as I've kind of thought back because I remember going to some of the track meets and what I really loved about it is that the the teammate that came in last got a bigger cheer than the one that came in first <laughs> you know what I mean and I just <laughs> yeah. I, I love yeah. that yeah that it's just a very personal thing but I love that the, the community was so supportive and I've actually found that to be true as you pass people on the trails are generally very friendly and and uh, you know, and, and I really love that. It, it's it's an individual sport, but there's a lot of a uh, lot of support from the community. And so that that's where I think where it started for me. And I and I think we even tried it. Melody showed a few weeks ago. I think about our Spartan experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Through, through my my company just kind of paid for everyone that wanted to do it. And so why not? <laughs> it was a rigorous, terrible experience. Honestly, in so many ways, um, it was like Nordic Valley Ski Resort is where it was at. So it was it was just running straight up a hill and, yeah. and I thought I was actually somewhat ready for that and I, well, I, and, and, I and hold up like this was weird dad came to us one day you know he's like always like I don't know why you guys do that for fun and then he's like hey do you guys want to do a Spartan race together as a family by and the way let's like, kill ourselves <laughs> yeah. um what <laughs> 
Well, and I didn't know how wise that actually was because if it wasn't for my family, I wouldn't have never got off the mountain <laughs> because because I ran with my my three you know oldest uh, kids and they were literally the reason that I finished that. Like I, it was it was rigorous. I finished, but it was like five hours. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't even like lift your arms, and I, I don't even want to even ever do another burpee again in my life. <laughs> but 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 we got but we got through it, and you know, and that was like back in 2016. And so after that, I just. I think I think that's when I switched to riding bike for a while. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I was like, okay, let's let's do a, pick me up a little mountain bike, and so I got yeah, out yeah. Of there. And so um, it, it it really probably wasn't until about two years ago that I that I started to run uh, more regularly. I think my first ra- trail race that I signed up for was in April of twenty what eight twenty eighteen yeah twenty eighteen mm-hmm. or nineteen twenty nineteen, uh, and so it really hasn't been that long. But I've I just really I loved it. And this last year with the with the pandemic and having a few more uh, freer evenings and, and things, mm-hmm. I've just really loved going up under the trails, and it's really become almost almost a spiritual experience yeah. for me. It's funny. I think you both <laughs> <laughs> Mel just mentioned that yeah. in another podcast that we've done. So so anyway, so so that's kind of how it, it started for me. But but really really I one of the main reasons that I didn't run is I, I you know, had, had problems with being overweight for a lot of my adult life. And it's mm-hmm. like, when you look back at the time, I didn't really think that I was, but now that I look back and it's like, I, you know, that really was the issue. I mean, so in 2019, I, I did some diet changes and went and, and, um, kind of eliminated a lot of the sugar and carbs that I was eating. Cause I just, I wasn't eating well, yeah. even though I was, I've always been relatively active as much as mm-hmm. possible. But I've never, I wasn't eating well. And, mm-hmm. you know, but you, you have to kind of admit that to yourself first. Because you're like, <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. You know, I was eating pizza and soda. And, right, you know. right. Uh, but it wasn't until I changed that diet that the weight came off. Like, I, I mean, I was able to fluctuate maybe by 20 pounds. But, mm-hmm. but anyway, so by changing the diet and then keeping my activity levels up, I was able to drop 65 pounds, you know, between like June of 2019 and the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. That's and awesome. So, and so, you know, now losing 65 pounds this enabled me to, to enabled running to be entertaining like before it would just hurt too bad yeah yeah and, and, that, and now it's actually become something that i look forward to and, and now i'm physically able to do it so that was the first milestone is just kind of getting the weight under control i wanted to hear more about your weight loss journey like what what was hard about it what maybe there are some easy parts to it i just want to hear more about that well, well honestly it wasn't really as I look back, I don't really think that it was that hard, you know, and it's always, it's always a challenge because you can always find yourself going back into old habits, you know, mm-hmm. bad food is so readily available and, and yeah. usually very tasty. And so it's really hard <laughs> to stay away from that. I'm still a, a sucker for a chocolate chip cookie. I can't, oh, I, yeah. you know, Hey, like, we all made those. Oh, yeah. Like my kryptonite, you know, <laughs> but, um, but it was really, it really wasn't that bad. So I went on a diet where I was eating something every, uh, you know, two to three hours, mm-hmm. um, and it was, just, you know, just about 100 calories. And then I would I switched to leans and greens. So I'd have two meals a day that were leans and greens, which is just basically, you know, like your salads, uh, green vegetables and, and chicken or meat of some kind, protein and green vegetables. Yeah. And so just by kind of, I think, destabilizing my diet. So I was I wasn't really hungry because I was eating every couple of hours. And I still have the uh, reminders on my phone that go off every couple of hours to say it's time to eat something. Yeah. And so I, I think it just kind of just it was just more of an awareness change and, and i and i found that it wasn't as hard as i thought it was going to be like I, it seemed impossible when i started but then as we got going even if you went to like the arby's you can make little choices like i'm going to get me a roast beef sandwich but i'm not going to get the fry 
or the the large you know sugared soda or or counts, the milkshake right? or whatever. Just you, know, yeah. you can still enjoy the things that you like. You just have to maybe make some sacrifices, and it does take some sacrifice. But it's not as bad, uh, you know. I, I think as, as as it seems in the beginning. Yeah, uh, you just have to tell your mind, "I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it." Definitely. I love that. I, I really like that. So I think we get into the the case of like we just villainize foods too much, and it's like, okay, I'm here, and I've got to cut everything out, and that's when we run into problems, right? Like it sounds like you, right? It's like I don't have to totally change things. I can make some replacements slowly. And still enjoy some of what I what I love, and then just kind of slowly progress and make healthier and healthier choices. And that's right. that's such a way to do that, yeah. right? And, and then much more sustainable. Well, yeah, <laughs> and make the make the make the kind of the bad food, right, or the food that you kind of enjoy that the desserts that make that reward. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rather than just habit, you know. And so so after a big run, if I go out and do a trail run or something, or have a day of exercise, I don't feel as bad about having a cookie or something because it's like I feel like I've earned it you know I deserve it yeah. Yeah. I got out on that trail and I did you it know, and before yeah. before I was sitting there on the couch you know you know, watching TV and it's like oh, I deserved it <laughs> I finished you an know? episode I deserve this another one bring it I, on I bring haven't it even on. moved the whole day you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and then the other thing is too is I, I think I think awareness is kind of the, just the whole theme for me it's like there's awareness mm-hmm. of food and then with the exercise the same thing I started out with the Fitbit now I kind of graduated to a Garmin and things, but, but having just the, like the watch bill that just be aware of how many steps you're taking, how many times you're getting up and moving. Yes. Um, there's those little things and, you know, and there might be, then it might not be perfectly accurate all the time, you know, as far as that, how they measure things, but at least mm-hmm. it's enough to remind you to, to do stuff, aware. you know, yes. and kind of yeah. it gives you the trends that you need to see. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and I, I just want to say that I think the fact that dieting was easy for you or, or, changing how you ate it was easy for you i think that's a sign that you did it the right way i think if you do it the right way then it should be yeah easy. you know and i can't say that you know i'll just kind of disclaim the easy um uh, description there because there were some times it was it was it was oh, difficult sure. and like the first couple of weeks were a little bit tougher just because i could literally feel my body shift from kind of burning all those carbs to like shifting into like burning fat like it, there, mm-hmm. in a few days there were at my energy levels kind of dropped to nothing and i was like what's going on like I could, you know, I can't even walk across the room without feeling tired. But then all of a sudden, like a day after, I, I started to feel better. And, and I realized I was just giving my body so many carbs that that's just what I'd expected. It's like I was eating so many carbs that regardless of the exercise that I did, I could mm-hmm. not possibly burn through them all. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 And so, so you just have to limit that. I'm not saying – and I don't believe in like eliminating anything. I think that, I think diets have to be a balance. That's my mm-hmm. opinion. But the, uh, So I still eat some carbs and some sugar. But it's like I just kind of have my own little thresholds about – what's too much yeah yeah that's awesome seems like the big the big benefit for you is that mental shift right like changing your relationship yes. with with food yeah yeah and i absolutely and now i've got a reason to keep the weight off because i, I want to be able to continue running and improving yeah. right? so 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 once you once you reach that milestone it's kind of like that's kind of my new favorite thing is like when once you reach a milestone it redefines what's possible and so every time you reach oh, a milestone your what's possible now becomes something different for you and whether it's food or running or any anything that you're that you're endeavoring to do, milestones redefine what's possible. And so, and that that's kind of that's kind of yeah. my theme, I guess. Yeah. No, I love that. That's that's what we're all about here, right? Like, you're not ever reaching the destination. It's it's a journey, right? I love how you put that. Redefining what's possible. I think that's. It's a good, yeah, that's a that's, good sound bite right there. It is. I feel like that, that also needs to go on a t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> redefine what's possible. Because, yeah. Because we were talking, you know, but so I went from like, like almost like making fun of runners. Like, you go ahead and run. I'm going to sit here and eat, you know, or whatever. <laughs> um, 
or I'll, or I'll do whatever. And to actually like really enjoy it. So, so the first thing was like a mile. Like I just got to build around a mile. And I, and I got that little app that the I couch, like, to couch to 5k. Yeah. And so it would tell you to like walk for a little bit and then, then run and walk a little bit. And then, then over like three or four weeks, you were, you were running a 5k theoretically. Right. And so I kind of used that and that helped a little bit, but that first mile was the first milestone. Like uh, I, I can now run a mile without stopping. And then it's like, okay, now you set your sights to the 5K. And I, I remember telling Melody, so if I can just get to a 5K, I don't care if I ever run any further than that. I just want to run a solid 5K. Yeah. And then you get to there and your brain says, no, a 5K is possible. So what's next? Well, let's try a 10K, right? And then and it's like, and so now, I mean, I uttered the words I never thought I would say, but now I'm training to do a, my first half marathon yeah. on, on my 49th birthday. All right. All right. So, I love it. I love it. Who would have thought? So think weird things happen and, and things, again, <laughs> what's possible be, changes as you change yeah. and as yeah. you reach those milestones. For sure. How do you feel like making these changes has kind of changed your relationships with, with the people that are closest to you? Oh, I, I, mean, I mean, Melanie might be able to answer that better than me. Um, <laughs> just, you know, just, I mean, just my family. But I, you know, when you feel better, everything just seems better. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, a, I'm a big advocate of that. Like I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize like how poorly I was feeling until I felt different. You now, like, <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like I just, I just have more energy. I feel like it's just, I don't know. You just want to do more. And so I, I think that that's just naturally improved my relationships with others. Yeah. And improve my job and, you know, everything else. Because because now I'm like, oh, and I have a very supportive boss, too, that, you know, doesn't mind if I take off at lunch and just go for a quick run and come back. Because then your awesome. mind's clear, you got blood flowing. And, <laughs> and I feel like that I'm actually more productive if you take that time to just, uh, you know, exercise, take care of yourself. And then you're more productive the other hours of the day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I just have to say how awesome it is to be able to run together so oh, yeah. well well growing up our thing was karate we did karate together and, and it was super fun uh, to do that um outside of karate and and i'll just you know i'll just be honest here like we didn't do a whole bunch together because you didn't have a lot of energy um true so that's <laughs> true this is an accurate thing. <laughs> well but i was a workaholic so but yeah i, I work with databases and computers and things so i'm sitting at a desk right and yeah. so that, that right. was that was really kind of the change in my life that kind of you know took me down that wrong path for a while like yeah I'm just uh you know working overworking 10 12 hours a day and then you're just mentally exhausted when you get home and you just don't want to do anything right um, and so it, you know not to make that as an excuse, but that is a problem. Like, I mean, we, we were so inundated with our technologies and computers and stuff that there is a, a, there is such a thing as mental exhaustion. And it's like oh, when yeah. you're mentally fatigued, you don't run to do anything physical. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it, it's been awesome as you've lost weight and as you've got more active, the things that we do together. Now we go home with their parents and we're like, let's go on a walk. And every time Dan and I get together, it's not even a question. It's like, so where are we going to run? Where are we going to run today? <laughs> You're coming so out. Cool. Where are we going to go running? And, well, and I got my brother. My, so my brother, we, I had to like drag him to the first trail race. And now I can't keep oh, up. Oh yeah. Now him. he, now he's like an ambassador <laughs> at the Utah running shop. And oh my gosh. It's, it's contagious. Running is, <laughs> it's contagious. Yeah, but it's just, and we've always been like, you know, hunting and camping and stuff as, since we were kids. So we mm -hmm. were always, we always have good experiences with the outdoors and now it's like, it just gives us one more thing that we can enjoy together. So I, I've done several runs with my brother and we've done a lot of the Bonneville shoreline trail here in Ogden. And, and so it's just, it's just fun to see new places. So you get an exercise, but you're still seeing new things. And that's what I love about the trails. And I think, I think this is one, well, I know this is one area uh, <laughs> we are really similar, but um, I know you have a deep love for the mountains. I yeah. got my love for, for the mountains from you. And Absolutely. I think that's just as, 
another thing is being able to immerse yourself into the mountains and just be up there and to see more things. And the more fit you are, the more ground you can cover and the more things you can see and the more time you can spend up there. Yeah. I was talking before, like at the end of the fall, uh, I was running one of my favorite trails and I knew it would be probably the last time I ran it that year because, you know, the new, the snowstorm was coming in. Right. And I literally was like emotional about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Even though I knew it was going to be there next year, <laughs> the trail. Right. But I was like, I'm not going to get to see this for a few months. And it was like, it was like, I was like devastated. Like I, I, it just became such a natural thing for me just to be able to go experience that. And it's so therapeutic in so many ways that I just, oh, yeah. I, you know, I miss it. And, I, and I've been able to get out and do some good snow running too this year. I, um, I, I kind of swore I wouldn't do that, but I, 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 I had some good influencers that pushed me to go out and do it anyway. So, because <laughs> treadmills are just torturous for me, I just, oh, I just yeah. can't deal with it. Yeah, um, it's a lot, yeah. very last resort for me. Um, I just love being outside. So, uh, but yeah, so I, I'm really looking forward to getting up when the trails dry out a little bit. Right now, they're all pretty gooey, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know we were <laughs> had a, a few falls, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were telling us about your. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you have to you have to learn the new the features of your watch before you just take off. Because like the the new watch had this uh, auto like assistance request or whatever like emergency assistance request, and I took a spill on it, stepped on some ice and slipped, and I got up and after I recovered, I looked down and my phone said sending alert, and it was sending a message to all my fan you know family come get Marky's you know, passed out on the trail under. <laughs> And I'm like, no, and I'm pushing all these buttons, trying to shut it off. It was crazy. If somebody would have been filming it, it would have been hilarious. That's like the, when first cell phones first came out and you'd like accidentally press the internet button. And you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then so I finally got it killed and then it killed my my uh, my stats. And I saw uh, no. Like, it was a great run. And so like, I messed it up. It's like, nobody wants two segments for the run. You want to see the whole picture. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, but we were talking about this. We always talk about how, like, like you'll always call me and be like, I had an awesome fall today and I got an <laughs> awesome bruise on my leg. And we always talk about how you just feel so awesome when you fall because you're like, it's you're crazy. going so fast and then, you know, you fall, there's like mud and dirt in your face, but then you just get up and keep going and you're like, man, I'm so hardcore. Like, <laughs> that's the one last week I got tangled up in some tree branch because that's, that's one of the dangers right now is that all the branches that have fallen over the winter, they're everywhere. They oh, yeah. Down trees and things. And so I run and I got I got tangled in it, but I just like rolled and spun out, and grabbed the stick, and I just hurled it. I probably run up you know, hundred feet, and I just kept going. Like I got you my told revenge me on the like, stick. That stick is probably going. still flying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's just uh, that's another it was, it was those little moments that you wish you wish someone could have filmed it because it's like I would have liked to have seen that from. from I can see it very party. clearly. I'm, uh, <laughs> I can imagine you're probably pretty angry with that stick. I could just see. Well, for a minute, <laughs> for a minute, I was, but, but I got past it. But yeah. Um, it didn't. It could have been a lot worse. You know, that's always the, that's always a, a fear of. You know, that's one of the, actually one of the things I also love about trail running is because you can't like you can't completely zone out. Like you have to know where each footfall goes, and uh, just one wrong placement, and you can be in a world of hurt. You know, and, and so you have to be really alert the whole time. And so I feel like there's also a, a mental exercise you do when you trail run because you know. There's, it's a mental exercise to try to make sure you know you're safe and that you're staying on the trail and yeah. and you're not stepping on things that are going to twist your ankle or your knee or whatever. So it's I like that challenge as well. So it's not you know it's one thing to get out on a, on a set of on an open highway and just put in the music and you just you don't even have to remember where you are. You just, <laughs> just go right. Yeah. Um, but it's trail running just has that complexity that I that I love. It just that mental alertness. And so I think it sharpens yeah. that too as you as you go. Yeah. For sure. I like that a lot too. Um, 
I want to. Oh, sorry. Oh no, no, you're good. You're good. I want to come back to the Spartan race. This is, this is where <laughs> we all to the began. <laughs> I want to get more details there and just more insight into what you were thinking and and what you were feeling. So maybe just start from the beginning of the race and, like, I know you're pretty nervous. Oh, I honestly didn't even know what to expect. You know, yeah. Um, you just see pictures and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll get through. I, I was getting to the point where I may not be fast, but I, but, I, but I'm. I'm slow and steady, but I'll get through it, right? Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. But Me, Ashley, and I were super so, excited. Yeah, I mean, so, so, awesome. so there are a couple of things that I, that I really learned. And one is that uh, I didn't drink enough water. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, 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 had, I had the little bladder pack and everything, too. But by the time it was done, I thought I was, like, sucking water all the time. But when we got there, I had, like, maybe I drink and make, like, a third of it the whole race. You know? <laughs> Five hours. It was oh, crazy. Gosh. Like so I was, I was dehydrated. I'm pretty yes, sure of that. Yes. Plus, it was, like, a 90-plus degree day, like, probably 95-degree day. Uh, it, yeah. And it was a ski run. So the, so you we had, we had, like, maybe, what, four or five minutes of flat, and then it was just straight up yeah and the minute you get to the top and they're like okay now go back down there and pick up that 50 or 70 pound bag of sand and come back up <laughs> you're like but i just came up you know <laughs> uh but and so it was i don't know there's, there's every, everything was hard about that like it, it just I, I wasn't ready for it i mean i think i think i gave you some pictures that'll probably be on the facebook page that show yeah. kind of my condition at that time where in, in my mind i thought i was more ready than i was but i, I wasn't i mean i was still holding and carrying around that 65 pounds that i had yeah and try, trying to carry that up the, the hill and everything so um but i also learned a, a very valuable lesson too that your support structure is is critical right because I, I if i'd have been there by myself i probably would have walked off the course you know halfway um, but you yeah. know, but, but you, but you and you know, your brother and sister were were so good about just cheering me on. If I said, if you, you guys could have finished the race very quickly, right? And you could have probably, you could have probably placed on the in the top ten or whatever. But <laughs> but you sat there with me. If I had to sit down and rest, you were there with me. And and I think that that you know that was kind of synonymous with life. I think I, we all go through things in our life where where by ourselves we might just quit. You know, but if you have a good support structure around you and people that are willing to uh, to cheer you on, like it, it just makes what's possible more possible. Uh, yeah. and, and and so I, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have finished that without without you guys being there. So, uh, but it, but also kind of just it was just kind of a sobering realization that some things needed to change. Like I just wasn't where I wanted to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, For us, like. Yes, we could have finished the race a lot faster, but it definitely wouldn't have been as fun or as special of a race. Yeah, it became a family experience. Yeah, crossing that finish line together and helping everyone get across that. Um, and I mentioned this with in Brooks' podcast that, yeah, yeah, that was it was that. a spiritual experience. Like just and knowing like how hard you would push, just crossing that line together and cheering you on. And mom and Shelby were at the finish line, and everyone was hugging each other like that. Mm-hmm. That was a moment that is forever ingrained <laughs> yeah. in my mind. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, and I think this is synonymous with a lot of things. Any, anytime we have an accomplishment in life, it's it's just funner and better if we have that those people cheering us on, you know, regardless of what the activity is. And and, and sometimes, it, and it's not always about the speed, and I'm learning this, right? I mean, Melody's she's telling me to slow down because I'm, <laughs> I'm getting old and things are going to break if I don't slow down. But sometimes it's not about how fast you get there. It's just that you get there. Right. Yeah, it's just about getting there. So, um, finish is f- finishing is finishing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that no, it just it was so cool when so Brooke was telling us about a Spartan race too that she, you know, there's so many people that didn't even know each other and they were helping people through and helping people yeah. over the obstacles and like yeah, I just I love that right it's taking a step back from 
you know, maybe what's going on in our own lives and being able to reach out to other people and, and help them with their struggles and, and, and connect, right? Because I think that's what it's ultimately about, right? Building connection with, with other people. And, and when we're able to do that, it, you know, it's, it seems so cliche, right? They always, you always hear like, you know, when you're, when you're really going through a tough time, help other people, you know, and you'll, you'll be less concerned about your own, your own problems. But I think that's so true, right? When we're able to step outside of our, ourselves, our own, our own mind, our own focus and focus on other people and support the people around us, then, right, we all get lifted together. That, that kind of idea of a, right. of a raising tide raises all ships, right? Rising tide, whatever that is. No, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it kind of goes back to that first thing where I said we're like the last person that finished gets the bigger cheer. And I, and I just kind of like that because it's, uh, you know, generally when you come in last place, you don't feel very good. You know? <laughs> so uh, it, it's, just, it's just nice to know that there's support. Um, at, at any level and that's a, and when with running you're only really competing with yourself i mean I've, I've 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 i participated in a few races mainly just to keep myself motivated like you know just to give me a goal to work toward to keep me running so that i'm ready for the next little race but i've never you know i'm not a, a placer i'm not i haven't won any trophies or medals or anything yet and that's okay because i i look at where i was at you know two years ago uh, to what I can do now, and I, I can't even believe it myself. Like, and so, who knows what's going to happen in the next, you know, few years, whatever. So, I, right. it, it's really just about, you know, challenging yourself, setting that next milestone, and then just working toward it. And that's what I've, I've loved about it. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I want to hear a little bit more about what it was like, just kind of getting inspired by your own kids to to get into being more active and to get into running. I know you mentioned that a little bit, but I want to I want to hear kind of what that process was like and kind of the things going through your heads and and how that shift went. Well, and and I think that the, the joking is kind of a self defense mechanism, right? When you know when you you, you you make fun of somebody, in reality you're jealous that you can't do what they do, right? uh-huh. and so that's why I think I was kind of put fun at the running when I couldn't do it because I knew I couldn't do it. Right? Yeah. Um, but like you said, Millie, you mentioned the karate, and I, I've been uh, studying American Kenpo karate since I was 15 years old, and so I've been about 34 or so years doing and that. So I've always seventh degree black belt. Woo! Yeah, so, <laughs> so you know, I have a few accomplishments there, but it's like, but even that's improved. Like, uh, I mean, I can do things now that I haven't, you know, even in the martial arts that I haven't been able to do since I was a teenager. So it's really cool. That's so cool. Yeah. So to kind of come back and remember what that feels like is good. I mean, you, you know, you can be a little overweight and still be pretty pretty good at some of the martial arts but it definitely helps when you don't have that extra weight that oh yeah that's um, like check out this jump kick <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool it's just, just yeah. to see things kind of opening up again but but yeah like i, I don't know I, I mean i think for the most part you know i was just i was just kind of more of a bystander for the most part i would go to the track meets and things when i could and sometimes it was hard for me to even get to those because of work and things but i always tried to go support and i just like the just the what the light atmosphere that was at these races and just the, the positive vibe that was always there. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it's like, you know, for a while, I think they always tried to get me to go do stuff and I don't know that I ever do anything. Did I well, ever? for a long time, we, we were serious, but at the same time, we weren't really expecting you to say yes. We were like, come on with us, come on with us. We always asked you. Um, but you were just like, no, like, like, why are you even asking me that, right? right. But, but then eventually, <laughs> you started Shut saying yes, and we were like, 
like I remember me, Ashley, and Ryan, like behind the scenes, we were like, Dad said, Yes, Dad's running, Dad's running, Dad's coming on Ronald's. Like, <laughs> it was such a big deal. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like I said, it was just kind of that, that mental shift. And I, I think that I always kind of wanted to, but it really wasn't until that I, I got that weight under control. And and so, once I realized, kind of, uh, kind of redefined a new possible, right? And then it was like, Okay, let's do it. Um, but like all, all of the all of the kids did well with that. I mean, my son Ryan, um, daughter Ashley, they, they, uh, uh, it just, I just saw the love that they had for it. I'm just like, I, I kind of want a piece of that, right? Um, and, you know, and I had that with the martial arts. I mean, I've had accomplishments and things that mm-hmm. I can be proud of over the years. And so I have, you know, accomplished some things. But it's like, it's just kind of one thing that was just out of my grasp because of the weight. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, right. And one thing that I'll say is, you know, doing karate together growing up you're always you know like my karate mentor and you always taught me and I always came to you for questions and you know I feel like we we grew pretty close doing that I feel like it's kind of fun how in some ways roles have kind of switched where now I'm teaching you how to run and it's oh, fun yeah. that we have well look I, I've got I've got a great like you talk about the support structure I've got you know physical therapy resources <laughs> and my other daughter is a, is a health coach Mm-hmm. and so i've got nutrition coaching there right and yeah. so I, i've got all kinds of good advice flowing in now <laughs> um, <laughs> yes and, and it's and it's great because you know I'm, I'm i'm open to that now like before i was like oh whatever i'm never going to lose the weight you know you just kind of get to that point where you're just like what's the point mm-hmm. um you know I, i've tried for years i mean it's probably you know i was overweight probably most of my adult life you know from you know late mid 30s to or 30 to and into my 40s and it's like everything anything i tried just didn't work and so it was very discouraging so to, to finally now have some you see that it, what what is possible and now if someone tells you to try a, a you know something with your diet or with your exercise well, you bet yeah let's try that you know because now i know that changes can make a difference and changes can uh, alter your course so yeah yeah i mean it really the theme that keeps bobbing out to me from what you're saying is just really that that whole mental shift and, and really believing kind of, a, yeah, believing in yourself and, and, and maybe from kind of a negative place that you're in mentally to, to more positive and more hopeful. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, like I said, the first time that the, you, you run that 5k without having to walk once, it's like, I mean, it's just, you can't really describe that. It's like, look what I did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whereas before I struggled to like run, I go to the high school track where it's just flat and you just run in a circle and I couldn't even run that four times, you yeah. know, without having to stop and walk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just to be able to see those steps is, is just great, you know, and, and, and I love the, I love this podcast is one of my favorite things to listen to each week and because, <laughs> I, because I love hearing the, the different stories about how people overcome things, you know, and I, I, when I look at myself, I don't know that I've necessarily had to overcome like huge, crazy obstacles like some of these folks or, you know, I haven't, I haven't been my ultra run yet or whatever. And, you know, I don't know if I ever will, but you know, who knows? I, I didn't know that I'd ever be training for a half marathon either. So again uh, you redefine what's possible so yeah. um i don't know it's just it's been an interesting journey and i'm hoping hoping it's just the beginning of it yeah i'm not the you know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> again, sure. as long as something doesn't break <laughs> yeah. we'll keep going hey even even then we can deal with that oh well, right and, yeah, and yeah, yeah, I said, got resources right? yeah resources, yeah but. no i i love that and maybe it's not a like a you know quote-unquote big story where you were run over and your doctor told you you could never walk again. But the thing is, you still overcame um, some really big challenges that I think a lot of people faced. I think a lot of people deal with negative talk and a lot of people deal with weight and struggling to lose the weight. Uh, what you overcame is huge. It, it is. For those, for those that have been overweight for a long period of time, it is, it is a pretty surmountable obstacle. 
to yeah. overcome. Like yeah. it's 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 very. Um, I don't know. It, it, it gets it gets discouraging. You really, you kind of lose hope. But but the, and it's the limiting factors of, of being overweight is just, is just really. Um, I don't know. They're they're astounding. Like what I what I how I feel now. What I can do now is so much better. And it, it's I guess I guess the lesson is it's so worth whatever effort you can put in to lose the weight. You know, and and it doesn't mean that you're instantly going to be a, an an athlete. You still have to work those things up, but it gets you to that starting point. And it's like I, the reason I never could be a runner because I just was I wasn't ready to to start doing that yet. Like it was just too, it hurt too badly. Like running with that extra weight, like my knees and ankles, and just the, the, my wind. How was um, it mentally? Like, did it hurt mentally and emotionally to run with that? Well, weight? well, it, well, it did because in your mind you don't feel that way. You know, you always, mm-hmm. you always, I think our minds always kind of tend to gravitate toward how we felt in our prime and how we felt we were, you know, when we were younger. Mm-hmm. And then you walk across the mirror and you're like, oh man, who's, who's that guy? <laughs> what happened? Uh, and so, yeah, I think it is hard mentally because it's like your mind wants to do it, but your body just physically can't do it. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to find that middle ground and that kind of that compromise between your mind and your body, what it can do. And it's like, I, I'm still not fast. I still want to be faster, but it's like, it's okay. I don't, you know, it, it's my race. It's my, it's my personal race. I don't have to be faster than somebody else right now. Uh, yeah. You know, unless I'm a professional athlete or a sponsored athlete where the speed matters. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm okay doing what I'm doing. And, and, I, and I think a lot of people could, could benefit from that. And, and really what I, I started walking, like when I, when I was mm-hmm. losing my, losing the weight while that weight was coming off, I wasn't doing rigorous exercise, but I would get up. Uh, like every like at 10 30 i'd have an alarm go off on my watch and i get up and i just walk outside and walk i have a little half mile course and i just walk it and come back and work and then at noon i'd eat lunch and then i'd walk another half mile and then at 2 30 you walk another half mile and so i was just walking like multiple and miles so you just walk wherever you can if you had you had to go down to church for a meeting or something you know walk to the meeting and walk back you know any any chance i could get to just walk somewhere rather than drive then i took that and that's kind of how that's where it started for me is walking and i if anyone's looking to get into running i would just say start with walking just get up and move uh, and just start and then and it'll just kind of take off from there but you have to you have to start somewhere right yeah you know you you don't start at where where you end you know you've got to there's there's some time in there that you've got (laughs) to you got to pay your dues and you know make it work for you yeah and what was cool about when you did start walking that that's when all the weights are dropping I feel like you you'd started eating yeah it's a combination and, sure. and it was yeah it definitely was a combination but you started to eat good and the weight started to you know come off but then you started walking and boom the weight just fell off yeah and that's where I got the like the Fitbit right now you start setting little goals I mean uh, and like your husband Jacob we we get in Fitbit wars where we <laughs> try yes. to challenge oh each other I can't even tell you some <laughs> of the crazy times we there there was like because it, it rolls over at midnight and so there were times where we were like like a hundred or so steps away from each other and. We would both be running until midnight, or walk, walking until midnight. Trying to each other. Trying to just get... I'm like getting ready for bed, and Jacob's putting his running stuff on. I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Gotta beat your dad." <laughs> and there were times where, like, I didn't want to really run outside. I would sit there and I would, ju- I would like march in place, <laughs> watching the news or something at night. I'm like, "I gotta get a few more things. Get those, get those steps." So I was, yeah. you know, kind of, kind of fake it, you know. But it was, it was fun. So that competition aspect can push. It's kind of yeah. that, kind of that pacing, right? You know, pacing where you get someone that just pushes you a little further. You know, and so I've got some really good, uh, like I said, I got, uh, the, the boss I have at work is awesome. And we, we actually run for one of our meetings uh, on Friday afternoon. That's what we do is we go run as a team. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, so, he's cool. And, and, so, and so it's just nice to get to have that. But, but he's like, uh, I, I kind of had a really awesome milestone this last uh, 
like this last Wednesday because we got done and he's like he's like man you finally made me sweat I got a shower now hey, <laughs> because before right. he's like he's like I don't yeah. even shower I don't even sweat you know yeah, yeah. and so I yeah, <laughs> you know, picked up the pace, and and so yeah, so it's, it's those little things like that, but it's that kind of encouragement. So if you can get good people with you, that just maybe when they're a little bit faster, you know, um, they can just kind of help you be faster. And then and then and then what's interesting is then you realize that there's people behind you, you know, pacing yeah. you, and you're helping them get a little faster. So it kind of it's it's that karma just kind of flows down. And and I've had I've had several people reach out to me on Facebook and stuff that you know they, I post a few pictures and they're just like you know this is inspiring you know you might the CEO of my company come up and said what you're doing is inspiring you know so you can got me running a little bit you know so yeah you, you, so you, right. you don't know who you're you don't know who you're influencing yeah um, and so it, it's just nice it, so the inspiration kind of flows you know yeah downhill so when you're inspired then you you become enabled to inspire others. Yeah, and I, I think that's a big theme that we've picked up in this podcast. Definitely. Everyone always talks about other people who inspired them to get to where they are. And now here they are telling their, their inspirational story and inspiring all these other people. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but, but, but I think like the biggest lesson for me is like, you know, really if I can do it, like I mean, I'm a computer programmer, you know, <laughs> this is the best. If I can if I can make the change and, and do it, like literally anybody can. Like it, it just... It's just that mental shift and you just have to carve out time. Like we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And the biggest myth about time management is that you can get it all done. That you can't. And just face that fact. That you're not going to get everything you want to get done accomplished. But what you can get done is what's most important to you. So you have to decide you know, to yourself, what is that to me? What is most important to me? If getting healthy is important, then you can make time for that. And it doesn't have to be. I mean, there's times where I just, I, I just, I committed I was going to get my 5K in mm-hmm. and it was 1130 at night and I just said, I'm not going to fail. And I was out on the treadmill in the garage at 1130, just getting my 5k and I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not going to fail, you know? So once you make that goal, just, just do it, you know? I mean, don't overdo it, but do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I really like that. So it's funny because I am totally one of the people that's like, I'm going to fit everything in a day. I think Melanie and I, uh, uh, we've all had these conversations yeah. about like, yeah, like I want to get all these things done. And so I like what you said, right? Like realize that like, we can't get everything done in a day and that's okay, mm-hmm. but like, let's prioritize what we want to get done most and then things, things will work out. Yeah. yeah. And if you can at least get done what you, pri- what you value and prioritize, then, you know, if you want to binge watch a season on Netflix, then that's okay. You've, <laughs> yeah. you've accomplished what's Earn some cookies important. after watching those, yeah, watching those episodes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cookie, totally. right? You know, yeah. so, so yeah. Make, the, make those little <laughs> life's pleasures, those little guilty pleasures a reward rather than just a habit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that that we really aim to do with with this podcast and with everything is just to make running accessible to everyone, to make fitness and and having an active lifestyle accessible to everyone. And so I want to know what would you to say someone say to someone that like maybe was in your is in your same situation, you know, someone in your shoes. What are the words of advice, uh, words of encouragement that you might give to someone that's that's dealing with those things? Yeah, I I would I would just say start slow but start right. I mean, just start walking. If you, if you like trails, if you've got a trail next to your house, go go hike it. You don't have to run it, but go hike it. Um, if you're not near a trail, then just, you know, map something out. There's lots of apps, Google Maps, Strava, all kinds of things where you can map out courses and things. And just set a goal. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk a half mile today. Or maybe it's steps. I'm going to do, you know, start with 5,000 steps or even 1,000 steps. If you're, if you're not doing anything, mm-hmm. just do something. Uh, and just set those little goals. Because like I said, once you reach a milestone, even if it's a small one, now you redefine what's possible. I hit a thousand steps today. Tomorrow I'm going to do fifteen hundred. I hit fifteen hundred. Now I'm two thousand. And you get up to your ten thousand steps or whatever a day, 
and then you can start. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to run a mile, and, and so don't get frustrated if you just can't do it right off the bat. And I think a lot of people try it, like you know, they, they go to run. I can't even run a mile. There's no way I'm gonna do this 5K, or sign up for a 5K just for fun and just walk it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, you know, who cares? You know, you don't have to be competitive. So. That's my advice is just decide what, what you want to do. If you want to ride bike, that's fine. You know, find something active. Uh, I like things that you can track so that you can kind of have statistics to help you. Like mm-hmm. I like the steps and the miles and the distance and that kind of stuff because it gives you something you look back on and see improvement. And I think we all mm-hmm. need to see that sometimes. We need to kind of yeah. see yeah. <laughs> that, our, that our metrics are getting better, right? Even, even if it's just steps uh, to start with. Um, if it's diet, do the same thing. You know, find find a program uh, that, that works for you. There's lots of good ones out there. Uh, even if it's just calorie counting, My Fitness Pal. There's lots of apps you can get. So it's just be aware. If you want to, uh, if you want to accomplish something, to be aware of what you're doing now, and then figure out you can change it. Right. Because I think if we do so many things, we're just not even aware that we do them. <laughs> yeah. If, if we truly so knew how much time we were on our phones a day, it would probably be devastating. Mm-hmm. If we knew how yeah. much TV we watched, if we knew how much we sat at a computer, or if we knew how much junk food we ate, right? Mm-hmm. Until you were aware of it, until you measure it, you can't answer those questions. Yeah, yeah. But, but I can yeah. almost guarantee you that it will be surprising when you measure it. This is all I think of like, I get the screen time report on my computer once a week and I'm like, no, no way. You're lying. That, I must have just, yeah, there was a monkey typing on there. That's, that's what it was. Seriously, I know. <laughs> and so once you have those stats, it's like, it's kind of a slap on the face sometimes, but it also, those realizations, those aha moments are what kind of Thank help that are. mind shift. Yeah. You know, yeah. If you don't know there's a problem, you can't fix it. Yeah. So... Well, I have one more question for you, and I hope you don't mind me asking this. I know some of our uh, listeners are spiritual and some of our listeners are not, and, you know, either way is okay. I know you are a spiritual person, and I guess I'm wearing my uh, God's Got This t-shirt today. (laughs) But I'm just curious how um, you feel like God has helped you on this journey. Well, I mean, I, I, I... I don't know. I mean, I don't know what he doesn't help us with. I mean, yeah. honestly, like, I mean, and even, even the trials, I, I still think is God helping us mm-hmm. because it, you don't really truly improve until you've had some type of a refiner's fire or some type of a challenge to overcome. We just had the, had the birth of our first grandson here a couple, you know, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And, you know, you're thinking about just when, it, even when a baby is born, it's not easy for the mother or the baby. And that's synonymous with life. If you want something, you gotta, you gotta work toward it. Even if, even if it's just being born, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> earn it. Right? And, and I think that, that, I think that's true. And so I, I you know, I do believe, I do believe that the, God looks after us, and I, I do believe that faith is a real thing. I believe that prayer is a real thing. Um, and you know, if you've been out running in the trails, whether you're spiritual or not, you can't deny that there's just something about being out in the out in the woods and, and just feeling the peace and just kind of that serenity. And I, I believe that's uh, also an attribute, of, you know, of God in our lives. And so. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think God always sends us down the easy path. What I what I think is really interesting is that it's just like anything. If you have like a if you have a cluttered home, then it's really hard to feel peace at peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the same thing with your with yourself. If your mind is cluttered, right, or if you're not happy with yourself, or if you're not achieving your goals, uh, if you're not phys- feeling physically well, it's hard sometimes to feel that peace and the serenity that that that, that you can get from you know from. God or religion or whatever, whatever it is that you believe in. I think that there, you have to kind of, you know, tidy yourself up. If that, if that makes sense. And so I, yeah. I feel like that this, uh, 
you know, getting more in shape and running, it just helped me in, in all aspects, including my, you know, religious side, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm feeling more at peace with myself. And so then I can, you know, reach outward. If that makes sense. That's awesome. I love that. And I, I know we're getting close to wrapping up here. I just want to add um, my perspective, because I feel like this is important. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I'm interested in it. Yeah, sure. yeah. Just my perspective of the whole journey. Um, and I know I've already like thrown tidbits in there, but it just has been so fun to watch, to watch your transformation. And I feel like we've grown closer together and I feel like the whole family has grown closer together from it. And just, you know, just as a, I'm just going to be really honest, like as a little girl, just, I know, um, just seeing you being, you just were, you just were sad. You just were sad and didn't have a lot of energy. And then to watch you lose this weight and to change your life and to turn into a different person. And all of a sudden you're, you're happy and you're smiling and you're laughing and you're jumping. And it just has, your transformation has made a huge impact on my life and has made a big impact on Ryan, Ashley, Shelby, mom. I've heard all of them say how it's changed their lives. So it, I mean, if that's not, (laughs) yeah, I mean, if that's not motivation to make, uh, you know, changes in your life, I mean, for the people around you, the no, people who are closest to you. At, it's you know, just it's, it's just great to kind of feel like alive again, like, you know, just kind of out of the fog. Yeah. Yeah, um, for that's sure. Cool. And it's it got everybody out of the fog. It just, <laughs> it, it affects a lot of people. So, yeah, and like, so, and like I said, and it's not some it's not some miraculous story. It's just something anybody can do. Like, it's, it's, it's little it's steps. It's a miraculous story to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, it's always fun to see how far you've come, but it's like, it just was, it just was little decisions. Um, and you just have to stick to it. You just have to stick to it. Like I said, it's not about how fast it's about that you get there. You know, and it actually ends yeah. up happening faster than you think it will. You know, just be patient with yourself. It's, I don't even remember. Like, this is like who you are now, right? <laughs> it, it hasn't been that long, but like, yeah. like you said, we like look at pictures, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" Like, really? Like, <laughs> yeah, so, so now I'm to the point where I got to take advice. Melody keeps telling me to slow down. Because you keep hitting PRs, right? Yeah. You find what's possible. I'm going to get the next one. And so, like, slow down. You're old. Some of you are going to break. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. we don't want that. Uh, yeah. No, but it's, it's been great. I really appreciate the opportunity to come and chat. And like I said, hopefully, hopefully it helps somebody. And uh, so I'm happy to talk to anybody anytime about what I did as far as diet and things go. Um, anyone can find me on Facebook or Strava. Um, yeah, where, really where can people find you? If, if that's about it. I don't really do a whole lot of the it's social Strava. stuff. I mean, but you can you can look me up on Facebook or on Strava probably. Well, are there any last words that you'd like to say before we wrap up? No, I don't think so. Just just do it. If you're thinking about do it, just stop thinking about it and do it. Yeah. Awesome. Just, just little steps, right? To redefine what's possible for you. I love it. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming in. It was awesome to interview. It was really fun to have you in today. It was fun to do the Met Test. So, (laughs) yeah, we appreciate it a lot. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share this to someone who you feel like needs to hear this message. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Running Unbroken. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And reach out if you or someone you know has a story to share.